Tom Bernard Show with Tevin Pittman, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader, and we'll be right back, kick things off right after this Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her head I'm waiting for the hook. There's the hook. I love There's the Beach Boys. It's such good, fun summer music. We need good vibrations. Mm-hmm. We do? Oh, my God. What is wrong with this Maxine Waters lady? Oh, she's lost her mind. <laughs> well, that's, Te- that's Tevin's uh, aunt, you know. No, it isn't. Uh, what happened? What my people do? What my people do? She's a U.S. Congresswoman. She said, if you see anybody from that cabinet, meaning Republicans... Mm-hmm. In a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore anywhere. Oh, God. I just can't take it anymore. I really can't take these little flowers. And so James Woods is chiming in. It's like, you better arm yourselves for the inevitable violence that's happening. They are all, seriously, these people that talk like this that are our government representatives, I don't care which side of the aisle they're on, they should all just be canned that day. Just get out. You're not allowed to speak anymore. Get Get away. I will tell you something, and you guys know this is true, that if we were at a restaurant and I had... You and Alex and Dan and Fawn and Sage and Andy and Melissa, all there, and they came and kicked us out. Do you know how psychotic I would go if they tried to humiliate me well, like that? I think that? most people would not like oh, that. Oh, that would not be pretty. Well, I there's mean, a lot of support for the people that are doing this. That are doing what? That are calling for everybody to act like this. Oh, yeah. Well, like there was the one reporter that got water that was here in Minneapolis, right? That got water thrown in her face. Oh, yeah. She the, was here, uh, like uh, she Tammy, the Fox reporter. Yeah. It's and, just, like, everybody's just it's not congratulating a, everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, it's Minneapolis, I just don't though. understand why people need to act like this. I don't either. I, I mean, it's still America, and even if you don't like what they're saying, they still have the right to speak. Yeah, they do. They still have the right to, like, walk around and not be harassed. See, here's what I would have done if I were the manager or owner of that restaurant. Five people said they were uncomfortable having her in their restaurant. So what I would have done is I would have said, 
Uh, Get over you it. guys just stay in the back. Uh, they're finished with their meal now. They paid. Their meal was $800, and here's 200 bucks for each one of you. So you actually benefited from her being here. That well, not was everybody a, can throw money at them. Why not? Well, she gave, she comped the meal. Oh. Yeah, she comped the meal when she kicked them out. Oh, well, at least it's oh, well, yeah, that. something at least. If she would have charged for the meal, she could have taken that money and said, "Here, you benefited from from this whole thing." Oh, yeah. And not true. humiliate people by saying you have to get out. And that's why they got she got kicked out was because it was people felt uncomfortable that yeah. worked there. Yes. I just yeah. found new employees like. You're uncomfortable. Exactly. It's your job. Be a professional. Exactly. I refuse to cook for someone I don't like. This is a great scam. You will all go to dinner together, and you sit at a different table, and you tell them that you're uncomfortable, so we get comped. (laughs) 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 The Bernard family gets kicked out of the 14th restaurant. (laughs) 14 restaurants. I believe it. Get out. And then we'll pay for like half your meal. I like this. (laughs) And then everybody's, you know, eating pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. All right. I got to I got to run something by listeners because um, this is what we're dealing with now. When I come in to the KQ Morning Show or I come into the Tom Bernard podcast, the afternoon show, this is the stuff that I have to look at every day. This is the news of the day. Okay, uh, it's not ever pretty. Um, oh, you got Locklear arrested again for alleged attack. She's a mess. She's a huge mess. She needs to go to detox. Okay, man. here's the first story that pops up. <laughs> Little House author stripped of award over controversy. That's political, I guarantee it. Well, yeah, of course it is. Transgender woman kicked out of D.C. restaurant. They're saying it's not true in the first place. That's political. Whether he did or did not, or she or she did not, Roseanne Barr apologizes into your interview. That's political. Uh, Fallon responds to Trump's whimpering. You sure looked like you were having a good time there, Jimmy, when he was on your show. Look, I'm not taking sides in any of this stuff, but almost every story that comes over the wire now is political. I know. We're seriously, this nation has got to stop acting like this. It's, we do. Em- it's embarrassing. I would agree. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I I look for stories to read other than so you know what I got my choices of non political stories? What how big Kim Kardashian's butt is today? No, but I'm sure that's on there. <laughs> well, she says she doesn't take selfies anymore. Oh, really? She yeah. wants to live a real life, and I'm not uh, taking selfies anymore. I think anymore. she said that before after she got robbed in All Paris. Right. So the robbery in yeah. Paris, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it's just they're talking about Gordain, uh, Anthony Bourdain's final episode, new t- details about his death and all kinds of stuff. On Sunday, two weeks after the tragic death of Anthony Bourdain, CNN aired a town hall about suicide as well as the season finale of Bourdain's show Parts Unknown. Meanwhile, French authorities revealed that no narcotics were in Bourdain's body when he died, Hmm. though a significant amount of alcohol was. Uh, NBC Stephanie Gosk reports, if you or someone you know is... Oh, then they just give the national... It's 1-800-273-8255. We ask that all of our listeners not kill themselves. Please. Mm. 1-800-273-8255. If you're contemplating suicide, please don't do that. And call that number. And uh, hopefully they can take care of it for you. I just, um, it's really hard to do news on any show now because all of the news is political. All of it. Everything. It's just sad. I know. I don't know either. Trump criticizes restaurant that kicks Sanders out. Political. Well, uh, you got Tiffany Bernie Trump Sanders? steps out in rainbow. No, no, uh, Huckabee. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tiffany Trump steps out in rainbows for Pride Month, which is that's a light political story. That's, Even though it's political, it's a light yeah, story. That's fine. Um, it's just Trump legal process for immigrants is not the way to go. It's all political now. Mm-hmm. That's all they care about. How about a little light and happy news that you know throw it our way and. We have a great time. Well, Lammers might have some. Timmy. Hey, well, you know, I, I pretty much rely on uh, a couple major trade publications, Hollywood trade publications, for legitimate, what I used to think was legitimate news, but even those now are all political. I know. It's just You know, it, it's turned into a film, music, TV, political publication. I just I wish they would just get over it and leave it alone. Shut your cake hole right now. That's yeah, clear. Yeah, I, I suppose since they're playing to a base, 
They figure it's okay. Nobody's going to complain. But, you know, it's just, you know, that that's not how the Hollywood Reporter and Variety were founded to be. You know, they, you know and then there's the rap and what's the other one? Deadline. All the same, man. All yep. the same. Yep, you're absolutely right. And I right. tell you, a, a big cover, the, it, they kind of try to justify it once in a while by, um, and it's, believe me, it's daily where you'll see, well, Stephen Colbert said last night, uh, well, Seth Meyers said yeah, last exactly. night. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how you stay you know, relevant. And they say, well, since it's, it's that, I'm sorry. I think that's just how they stay relevant. If they're not making outlandish statements, then they're not going to get in the news. I guess. But aren't, aren't um, talk show numbers down, though? Yes, they're way down. Matter of fact, all of them together don't add up to 5 million viewers anymore. Mm. It's a yeah. disaster. Could you imagine if Johnny would have done that? Oh, people would have hated it. <laughs> they would have hated it. There's no getting around that. Yeah. They absolutely would have hated it. You uh, know, so, I, again, I, I don't belong to either party, so I, I don't, it, it's not like I get upset one way or the other, but it's just, like, it, it's boring. It's just boring. That's what it is more than anything. I couldn't agree more. You're absolutely right. I, I just, uh, whatever. Um, comprehensive coverage on Claire McCaskill's rib? Manchin used Heimlich maneuver on McCaskill during luncheon. What, was she joking? Must be. Senator Claire McCaskill says she suffered a cracked rib after Senator Joe Manchin performed the Heimlich maneuver on her. Yes, that's very common. So he basically saved her life, and she's bitching about it. She is. (laughs) What's her name? Um, Claire McCaskill, M-C-C-A-S-K-I-L-L. And who is she? She's a Democratic. I, I, she, uh, uh, she's a senator from Missouri. You've heard her name before. Mm, probably not. I try to run away whenever politics uh-huh. are mentioned. Smart. Don't. Smart. Don't Micronauts. talk to me. Uh, oh, well, no, I think this is just the news not having anything to talk about. All she said was, I'm really grateful to Joe. A little bit of a sore rib for a couple weeks is no big deal. Oh. Right. Oh, well, that's go. good. But, yeah, then the news is all like talking about how her ribs are broken i mean okay i went to a so different, it's not news i went to a different news site this is msn news woman who called cops on black girls selling water speaks trump criticizes restaurant that kicks sanders out separated immigrant kids scatter across the united states which is unusual for stories now because they don't refer to them that way any longer that's true have you noticed that they're not immigrant kids anymore they're now migrant kids oh Yes, they're, they're migrants. They're not immigrants. They're migrants. They're undocumented dreamers. Yes, undocumented <laughs> dreamers. That's right. Don't forget about it. Well, what what difference would that be? I mean, what are what are they trying to say by that? Well, immigrant versus migrant. It, Language is everything. You could be a citizen of the United States and be migrant. Yeah, that's true. But you could not be an immigrant because you're a citizen. It's just it's all of this stuff that's going. On. Well, here are three more stories just popped up. Stocks tumble on renewed U.S.-China trade jitters. Court grants appeal of florists who refuse gay couple. Oh, my God. Florida wildfire guts 30-plus homes. Oh, what do you know? There's a story about actual news here. How'd that yeah. sneak in? Hooray, a fire. You know, honestly, I, we were talking this morning, and Roy uh, Keepak, mm-hmm. he was on the morning show this morning. Well, it's not Oh, it's, uh, Roy um, it's not Sekoff or Seekoff? Seekoff. Yeah, Seekoff. Uh, he was on the morning show this morning. He's very, very liberal. He started the Huff Post mm-hmm. well, along with uh, Ariana Huffington. And you know who else started it? Was a huge part of it. I never would have thought this. Andrew Breitbart. Oh, really? Andrew Breitbart. <laughs> oh, wow. Was oh, I didn't know that either. Yep. And uh, CPAC and Breitbart are best of friends, or were best of friends. You mean Seekoff? Seekoff. I keep some Tupac. It's because you're here. Because <laughs> Tevin's here. That's you turned on the black Tupac. portion of his Tupac. brain. <laughs> Roy Tupac. Um, Seekoff. But anyway, they were best of friends. And they got on stage once before, just before, this is the last time that, that uh, Roy saw Andrew. And they were on stage discussing politics. Now, one's way left, the other one's way right. And Andrew Breitbart goes down stage and says to the audience, you need to understand something. I love this man. 
And then Roy came forward and said, yeah, we're best of friends. We always have been. They agree on nothing politically, but they love each other. And then Roy said, I love him too. I mean, that's what we need more of, not this, oh, you're evil and horrible. What the world mm-hmm. needs no. now is love. What was that one, those two, I know the names, they're just, I can't get them out of my mouth. Those two guys that were both right and left that would go on public. Um, Siegfried and Roy. No. Yeah, Siegfried <laughs> and Roy. In between. They were those Lion political... Gosh, I can't think of their names. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. But are they still around? Siegfried and Roy. I think they yeah. retired. Yeah, they retired. They retired. One of them got hurt. Yeah, one of them got mauled. The got tiger. Mauled yeah. The well, tiger. that was like years ago, though. Yeah, yeah. But he had like I think with the injuries, it made think, him have a massive stroke or something. He had yeah, some blood yeah, clot. yeah. And then oh, I think well. it probably undermines your confidence I mean, being around lions. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to get back in the cage and <laughs> uh, <laughs> tiger after that. that one. <laughs> well, I mean, Siegfried is I'm almost good. eighty. Siegfried's 80? Mm-hmm. Well, 79. No, so no, he just turned 79. God, we saw them, I don't even know, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. 17 years ago, something like that? And they were just walking through it back then. They are oh, like, God. Oh, here is uh-huh. another trick, huh? Roy, <laughs> a it tiger. awful. Oh, yeah. Roy was bitten in 2003. Just mailing it in. Know, 2003. Was... cod pieces on. I'm like, uh, what's going on with cod pieces? Why are you wearing cod pieces here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they retired in 2010, so it's been a while. Yeah. And then Montecor, who I assume is the lion, yes, or the tiger. Yeah. Oh, uh, Montecor just died 2014. Oh, uh, the mauler? Was he the mauler? Yes, he was. Oh. He was seven at the time. So let's see, 11 years later, 18. That I thought tigers lived so longer What's that, than that in tiger years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what like is that in tiger years? years? Tiger like lifespan that. is, yeah. 20 to 26 in captivity, so he died kind of young. All right, got to read this one story. Laura Ingalls Wilder has now been stripped from the Children's Book Award over Little House. What? Little House depictions of Native Americans was really negative, so they stripped her of her book award. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, just can't even. Seriously, can't it was a different time. Take it Please understand, we're not the same as we were 150 years ago. Good uh, God. I'm noticing a lot of people who... I never, ever thought would notice things that are happening are noticing things like that. Like the, I just don't they're understand. They're admitting it. that it's just, you know, like you, it's kind of suspicious how frequently this kind of thing is in the news. Yeah, it's true. Michael Bryant just got here. He strolled in. He wants to sit right next to Tevin. So. Well, it looked like he was sitting here. No, nobody's sitting there. So I was going to hold hands with Tevin, but... You and Tevin. You do that. <laughs> Uh, we're just talking. We're just going through the news. Several different news sites. Oh, every story now, save for about five percent, is about politics. Propaganda. Oh, well. That's all that it is now. It's hard to do a show now. That was quite no the story there. this weekend, though. Which one? The one with uh, the uh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Uh, Huckleberry Sanders. Huckleberry Sanders. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you humiliate someone like that? I don't understand. Hey, you know, if the difference is getting food that someone spits in versus. Catherine, what are you doing? No, I do <laughs> Oh, we got to go. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. We'll be right back. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away 
and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Show business. So Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers, along with Tevin Pittman and Michael Bryant. <laughs> we got it all covered today. And Catherine stopped playing, uh, what song is it? <laughs> Under the Boardwalk. Under the Boardwalk. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> Down by the sea. In any case, Timmy is with us. Michael Bryant just got here, Timmy. Yeah, I love it how Mike shows up and you play him off with music right away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, let's go to break. Michael's here, let's go to I'd break. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> Michael, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. When I didn't hear from you for a couple of days, I assumed you were very busy, so I didn't bother you. No. Do most people notice that they probably shouldn't bother you, or do they not notice that? I think they don't notice that. They don't. I mean, I'll have clients sometimes that get weirded out when I don't call them back right away. Oh, yeah. Because they'll be like, you know, you always call me back, so what's going on? It's like, well, I, like, I'm kind of busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm in so. trial, but other than that. Yeah, so yeah, I, just, I had two trials back to back, which was part of it, and so just stuff. Yeah, well, I, see, being a lawyer, I assume that you get busy once Sometimes, every once in a while. I try to. It's, uh, but then you trying keep to get busy. Me, you keep me busy with phone calls and all sorts of I thought you meant with trials, like he's you're defending him in trial every other. No, no, no trial. Yeah, yeah, no, not that type of thing. So, no, he's not a client. No, I, just, I actually send him money. So, yeah, yeah that's so, true. So. Yeah. That's true. Let's keep an eye on that. So, yeah. Tim, <laughs> I I heard from Mike Bryant over the weekend. Well, you did. Who went to see oh, Incredibles, Incredibles too? Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Not great. No, it's a good. It's a good movie, and it, it's been so long. It's fourteen years. Oh, really? Since they did it yeah. the last time. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe how little the boys were when I took them. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah it was. It's, That's it's too a good long, movie. Kind of. It is kind of. It's it, like you. Know, no one's going to really remember the details of the first like, movie. Kids have seen it like fifty million times in between. Well, except them, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that, this is definitely. I mean, the first one, a generational picture. Where you know, uh, kids kids have been raised on that DVD or Blu-ray or whatever because it is so good. I mean, for me, I, I barely get time to get into a movie into into theaters. I'll see it in the theaters. I might see it on video. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So it's been about 14 years since I've seen the picture. So I didn't remember too much, and I think maybe that was a good thing. Um, but boy, it. it it really did capture the tone of the original, and and I think it was just as good as the original. I don't know how long it's been for you, Mike, since you saw that. that I agree picture. with that. How it was a good story in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. There are a lot of things we got to get out, honey. We got to so go see Hereditary. You don't need to, don't need to see the first one. No, 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 okay. no. I no, no, I don't do think that. so. I think they pretty well explain things, don't you, Mike? Yeah, you. you there's nothing that you I think would be a big loss by not seeing the first one. Okay. So. But the first one was really good, so the first one's worth seeing. Another person I know saw that Mr. Rogers documentary and said it was really good. It's a bomb. Is it? Oh. Nobody's going to see it. Well, oh, well that may be first true. First of all, it's a documentary. But... Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. about, yeah. Yeah. about yeah. somebody right there. that, that's you know, true. he's a white male, which is like yeah, you know, not in fashion. <laughs> 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 not popular he's right now. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers man. wasn't my uh, demographic growing up. No, I'm sure that's really? true. Even I didn't well, really watch Mr. Rogers. That'd be a little yes, bit older. Did. When you yeah. were really little, you did. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Preschool, I... you did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've made a decision, because now I just saw a, a story that really pisses me off. Oh, Lordy. It's unbelievable. So Help us all. I just want to pass it along to people. If you see this on the news, that I slapped somebody right across the face, you'll know why I did it. <laughs> just do it. Initial C-A is be fine. Catherine Heigl. Is a pretty decent person from everything I've ever heard, right? But she was kind of a. Didn't she have a problem know. with her, with her show? Where yes, yeah, she did. and they said she's a pain in the ass. He's and apparently a nightmare yeah. when it comes to working. Oh, with is she? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't. I don't ever have to work with her, so I don't care. I don't know anything about. Well, her. one more thing, if I could add. Oh yeah. No one year she removed herself from. Emmy consideration because she oh, felt the writing right. on the show wasn't good enough. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Okay, never mind. She had it coming. Somebody slap her? 
Catherine Heigl tried to find a lo- find light in a dark place by posing for photos with her relatives' headstones at a cemetery in Buffalo, New York. Does that upset anybody in this room? It's kind of weird. Why it's would that upset we- me? Who? What did she do with the pictures? Uh, she, Instagram. She posted them on. She posted them on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> she did. <laughs> I noticed do. on my Instagram page that the post I posted earlier was getting a lot of reaction. And I realize you guys are right. The Grey's Anatomy alum 39 said in a series of photos or videos later on Sunday, it was not appropriate and it was disrespectful and I've taken it down. It was, it was totally appropriate and it was not disrespectful. Well, what was she doing? Was she dancing no. on their graves? Yeah. She was leaning on their head. She was like standing next to their headstone. So why well, is that? Well, how is that offensive? You're respecting your, your, your <laughs> exactly. family. It's her family, right? She's yeah, not somebody else's family. headstones. Yeah. Nope. So no, they're relative. not upset because it's somebody else's. Yeah, nope. she wasn't giving them the finger or anything weird. See, I would do that. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our next Christmas card. Yeah, the next Christmas card. My favorite Christmas card. Tim, did you know about this? Uh, I don't know if anybody else. I get a card, Christmas card, from... Jeff Passolt about 15 years ago. And I looked at it and I called him and said, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh. Remember that one? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, <laughs> he said, what? What are you talking about? I said, how many people did you send Christmas cards to? And he said, well, several hundred. I said, you're going to get a lot of complaints. It's Uh-oh. he and his wife and his two kids and their dog. And the dog has a massive boner. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. How did you not see that? Boner, but... How did you not see that was in the picture? That's though? compelled your smaller boner. Definitely yeah. a little red rocket there. Yeah. Wow. Was a, a red rocket. <laughs> uh, what a classy wife I've got. The red rocket. Wow. That's what they call a dog. That's what I call you, the red rocket. Oh, great. Don't do that, hair. please. <laughs> Don't call me Stop that anymore. Stop that immediately. So, Tim. Well, that was actually uh, yeah. that actually ties into Katherine Heigl in a way. Because in 2011, she launched the I Hate Balls campaign, oh, which focused on neutering pets. Oh. So, never mind, I hate her. I thought she was a decent person, but apparently she's a huge pain in the I've just heard so many stories about her being such of a, a oh, difficult God. person to work with that it, whatever sort of negative, you know, that, she didn't deserve it here. I mean, maybe I don't know the whole story, but taking pictures... By a gravestone of your relative. How? I mean, forget it. Well, the only thing is that she took, like, it was a photo of her taking a selfie with, uh, like, an angel statue kind of thing. So people like to be mad. They they love to be upset. People love to be upset. How do you spell her name? H-E-I-G-L. No, the first name. K. With an R-I-N-E. R-I-N-E. Yeah, okay. K with an R-I-N-E. K Ryan. You're in the clear, Catherine. Catherine. Um, it's kind of a heavy thing to go to my and visit my loved one's graves, and I decided to find some moments of levity and humor and didn't realize how inappropriate I was being. I disagree. You know huh. at all. Look, yeah. I lost my grandmother, Minnie, whom I adored by the time I was 19 years old. And if I, we go to Long Prairie, I go to her gravesite. And if I want to take a picture by my grandma's gravesite, that's really nobody else's business. And if I put it up on my Instagram page, you don't have to come there and look at it. That's true. Just leave me alone. Oh. Minnie was the best. She's the one who said, Tevin, you'll like this. I was four years old. Four years old. Minnie and I, and uh, I think Vicky, my sister Vicky, were playing Monopoly. And she rolled the dice, and one of them fell on the floor. And she said, Tommy, pick up that dice. And I said, it's die, Grandma. And she said, why don't you? No. <laughs> wow. I like that woman. <laughs> she was the greatest. Six feet tall, 200 pounds, and was not fat. Yeah. Yeah. She was a big woman, man. You don't want to imagine. But she was the sweetest, most gentle woman ever born. She was amazing. But I do want to, since I'm kind of in that vein, I, I do want to mention, because I mentioned it on the KQ Morning Show, that over the weekend I lost the man who taught me how to be a man. My brother-in-law, Pat O'Brien, died on oh. what, Saturday, oh. Catherine? Sorry for the loss. Mm. I think it was Saturday that he died. No, it's terrible. I mean, he, my father was hauled off, as you know, and then my brother was in the Marine Corps during Vietnam, <laughs> and my sister married Pat O'Brien, and his, his brother, Tommy O'Brien, is one of my best friends. Uh, we grew up together. But his mom and dad, Laverne, was... Uh, his father, and he was this, he was an Irish FBI agent. Hmm. So that's, you know, what you get for that. Right. I got to tell you something. 
This is a true story. So he goes down to what uh, was Cuba before, back when, what was his name, Baptiste? Batista, Batista, Batista or whatever Batista, that was his name was. Yeah. And he's looking for they, one of their partners, or like three in the group, one of them that was missing. Hmm. And so all of a sudden they get a tip. Yeah, he's in hotel room, blah, 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 and he's in handcuffs. Oh. Uh, so they went up there. They went in the room, and the guy's lying on the bed face down with a pickle shoved up his butt. Oh. And there was a note that said, next time it'll be a watermelon. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> like, apparently Ooh. they didn't want to be investigated too much down there in Cuba at the time. <laughs> yeah, next time it'll be a watermelon. Like, Whoa. But Laverne... An example of what a great... We just called him Tommy. His his name was Tommy O'Brien. He had a son named Tommy. But, uh, he was an Irish guy, wonderful man. Uh, I went to Carmen, his daughter's wedding, and I sat in the back row. He stopped the proceedings, got up and grabbed me by the arm and dragged me. He said, you're in the family. Get in the front row, not <laughs> the back row. He was just that kind of guy. <laughs> and then Dea Dina, his wife, was Puerto Rican. So the Irish and Puerto Rican, good combo. Nobody ever loses their temper in that. No. <laughs> but I just wanted to say, Pat, I'll love you and I'll always love you. He, were, you know, he showed me how to be a man. He really did. And, Catherine, you only met him once or twice, didn't you? Uh, he was a... No, I don't want to get into your family. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get into my family. No, you do not want to get into my family. No, no, no. I understand a lot true. of it. Honest to God, but uh, he, he was only 75 when he died, too. So very, very sorry to hear that for the entire O'Brien family. Uh, just I, I, I really feel bad about it. He was, ama- he was amazing to me when I was a kid. Without him, I probably would have been a thug hoodlum like Tevin. But, oh, wait a <laughs> it's minute. It's rough on these streets, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's rough it's out rough on Lake Street. Out on Lake Street, man. <laughs> it's really tough. So, Patrick, we loved you, man. Or we the still love you. Food truck weekend on lake street yep. yeah it was like the but no not basilica that's but um uh, uh, bastille day yeah yep. oh bastille day there yeah, you go tons of food trucks out there that's what I, oh they're everywhere now it's unbelievable yeah it was set up as a food truck event so it was oh. two they had uh down lake street and the street below it and then connecting on hennepin we're all food trucks any gunshots no, I didn't see any gunshots. No, it wasn't in North no. Minneapolis. It was no. in South Minneapolis. Uptown, yeah. In the uptown area. Oh, so that's usually uptown. a little bit more usually, safe. Yeah. Yeah. There was a huge line for the tater tot. Uh, <laughs> all tater the tater tots, tot ones. Yeah, tater tots are huge. It's like, yeah. really? All it's the tater tots. Again. It's yeah, very yeah. popular. Yeah. Tater tots are in again. Uh, yeah. So. Who doesn't mm-hmm. like tater tots? Where well, is it I like we... them, but I don't know that I'd stand in line no. for half an hour no. for them. Where is it that we go with the tater tots are like that big around and about that long? Oh, it's Rock Elm. Yeah, that's right. It's at Rock Elm yeah, where, where your nephew works. Our nephew yeah. works. Because I, I was saying that uh, that Catherine's nephew or Catherine's niece's birthday was on Friday, so we went to her house. Yeah. They said, "Well, it's your niece too." I said, "Well, she's kind of a niece-in-law," and she said, "No, it's your niece." I know, but if we got divorced, she wouldn't be your niece anymore. What are you saying? <laughs> I think about Listen here, Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket is after me again. No, but I mean that's. So, I mean, so if it's not a blood relative, yeah, that's true. Then you, a divorce would disconnect her from me. Yeah, it's it's weird that way. But Trace, our ne- our our nephew. Okay, no, that was that was Catherine. See, I yelled at you in advance of you making <laughs> a mistake. Thank God. Thank God I did. But yeah, Trace was there. Trace is one of my favorite people in the world. He is unbelievable. Just got the greatest sense of humor of it. How old is Trace now? God, he's got to be 25, 25 24, 25. God. But I'm, I, I will close with this. At her birthday party Friday night, I'm sitting there, and I look over and I go, why the hell is Ryan Seacrest here? <laughs> Seriously. I am telling you. Identical. Identical. Oh, so it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't him. Okay. He, uh, this guy was identical to him. Even the smile that he gets on, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> It was unbelievable. See, I would bug him because I got a question for him when I see you. <laughs> see, there you go. That's a good idea. Like that. Don't we know each other? <laughs> show up for Ryan Seacrest gigs and you'll just, nobody will know the difference. He looks exactly like him. So when I left to go home, you're, uh, you're so now what's he, what would he be? He would be our nephew-in-law or something? Yeah. Who? Jeff? Yeah. Uh, well, he's well, married just, to my... 
your niece. niece. So would he be a nephew-in-law then? Oh, Jeff, I don't think he's anything. <laughs> oh, he's, no, he's on no. the tree somewhere. An in-law is good enough. It covers it all. He's an in-law. He has a branch. Yeah. This guy was named Joe. His name is Joe, and I'll do this very quickly so we get out on time this time. But so I said, Jeff, we'll see you later. Hey, Seacrest, out. Out. <laughs> out. Nice. We will be right back. We're going to talk to Tim Lammers about all the hot movies right now. Up next, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Why don't you pander to Tevin a little more? It's the uh, ninth anniversary of Michael's death. Oh, yeah? yeah? And his father might die today. Did you hear that? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, his father's been doing well. I remember when Michael Jackson died, and I was working at a Perkins in Arden Hills, and the funeral was on TV, and there was one of my coworkers was just weeping uncontrollably. Oh. And I was like, what do you oh. call him? Like, it's... Oh, you didn't know him. Like, yes, his music was good, but yeah, just weeping uncontrollably. Never understood how Some somebody could be that connected. Deeply to, touched by right. his loss. Especially musicians, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this, and I I never met him. He walked by me once, but I didn't meet him. Did he walked by doing moonstep? That would be the coolest thing in the world. That would, I would I, that would be it. <laughs> they said that he that he was uh he demanded a lot of people to work with him, which is fine. You know, he's got all of his dough on the line. They said he was a very nice man, but he was one odd guy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no I question mean, about that. He was just and odd. a really hard worker. No question about that. Yes. And he's got loyal fans. Yeah. Oh, you blog, you oh, blog yeah. about certain oh, things yeah. about that guy, they'll attack no. you oh. like crazy. Oh yeah, you got Oh that my right. God, some lawyer in Minneapolis attacked me for a blog. Didn't tell me who his name was. Oh, he didn't. No, he he attacked me for a blog. How could, how could you write Michael? things like that? Why yeah. did you say something mean about Michael Jackson? I was, I was despicable. <laughs> yeah. I was just, you know, it was during the time period that you were giving certain people a break and not other people a break. And I wrote something about, you know, if you say you're sleeping with little kids, it's a weird thing. And they're yeah. your kid. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, exactly. You just don't say that. Yeah. So, exactly. That, but, you know, that's not part of the show. Nobody's saying that is part of the show. So nobody attacks you for me. Just they can attack me. I'll give a rat's ass. <laughs> I don't think anyone so. would deny that Michael Jackson was in Arrested Development around the age of like eight. No mm. doubt about it. Yeah, Who's the comedian got in all that trouble because he said, I want you kids to all know that in America you can become whatever you want. Look at Michael Jackson. Started out as a poor young black kid in Gary, Indiana. And by the time he was 30, he was a white woman. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. said, oh, yeah. I got, he got hammered for that mm. joke. Yeah, man. that plastic Whoa. surgery was, business though. was a little much. So, <laughs> he was, so yeah. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> uh, we got it coming our way. So, Timmy, 
Yeah. Uh, 150 million, huh? Opening weekend. Okay. You know, yeah, and that sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. But the week before that, The Incredibles two made 180. Yeah. And wow. the original Jurassic World made 208 Jeez. million oh, man. domestically in its opening. So that's quite a bit of a drop off. That's like what 25 percent. Well, I'll tell you why that happened. Because they looked and went, "Oh God, Chris Pratt's in it again. <laughs> <laughs> the worst actor I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. He's not. You great. know, it's it's not a bad movie. It's an okay movie. Matt but Sider. I will say that it didn't have nearly the amount of that Chris Pratt charm or whatever it is that he brings to his other films, even the first Jurassic hmm. World. But, I mean, a lot of people know him from the Guardians of the Galaxy right. or Parks and Rec, and I, I haven't watched a lot of that show, but, you know, he's funny. I, I like mm -hmm. him. Um, but you know, there's only so much you can do when the dinosaurs are the show. I mean, people uh, go to these movies because they love that the dinosaur stuff, mm -hmm. and it is pretty damn realistic. I will tell you that much. Well, you and I had an exchange on that. I mean, the Trib loved the latest Jurassic Park. They just that yeah. their review of it was unbelievable. That That's means why that, I asked him. Is it? It was it that good? But you have to understand. I mean, the Star Tribune website has at least three. Readers. No. So, you know, well, I'm one of them. I read it. Honest to God, nobody Four. reads that thing anymore. Well, I get, you know, I go to bed and I check the, check the news. And I get up in the morning. Do you check the Washington Post, the New York Times? All, you know, New York Times, the Washington Post, the Star News. I don't pay any attention to the local media. Twin Cities Reader. Um, He's going in the Hall of Fame, that man. Who? Denny Green. Yeah. Or the Vikings Ring of Honor, yeah. Yeah, the Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going in the Ring of Honor, yeah. Goddamn KQRA. <laughs> I will never forget KQRA. that. As as Goddamn KQRA. <laughs> he hated us. Oh, God, did he hate that show. It's phenomenal. But, yeah, it was too bad. He died very young. Yeah, he, yeah. What was yeah. he, like 58 or something? Yeah, he was very yeah, young. There. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. But um, So, Jurassic, I didn't go see. I saw one Jurassic Park, and it was horrendous. God, it was terrible. Which one did you see? Three? Which was the one before this I'm pretty this sure one? You, you saw the last one, didn't you? I think so. That was World. That was what? AKA, yeah. That was World, a.k.a. 4. And that, was, eh, that wasn't very good. Yeah. Well, and I mean, after a while, it's, it's all terrible. just dinosaurs running around, <laughs> eating people, yeah, and well, a see, bunch of I white saw, people that, oh, we never saw this coming. Yeah, see, I saw Jurassic World, and I'm seeing it from a nerd standpoint. I loved it because I love seeing the dinosaurs and stuff. Mm. I don't go to it to see really the storyline between the people. I think it's phenomenal. That's good because there isn't one. <laughs> there really isn't. Yeah. I mean, Chris Pratt, I mean, I love him in Guardians. Oh, yeah. You know, but he I does heard he was getting guardians. Yeah, yes, he's very he um, his humor. I like his humor, but it's almost like he's the same kind of character he in is. every movie. There's no yeah. doubt about that. He's the same guy. That's yes. why he didn't work in the uh, the cowboy movie. Well, I thought it was cool though that yeah. they brought Ted Levine. I love Ted Levine. This new Jurassic World. Oh, Ted Levine. <laughs> and Dave he looked puts over. He puts the lotion in the basket. Is that the guy? He's like, <laughs> I can't remember. He said a line from Silence of the Lambs. I go, Yep, oh, that's him. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't know he was. I wish they would have utilized Jeff Goldblum more. Because yeah, I really liked his character, yeah, Malcolm. waste of the movie right there. Jeff Goldblum, it was, if anybody expecting a lot from him uh, who haven't seen it yet, if you're expecting a lot, you're going to be really, really disappointed. Mm -hmm. Well, I, Catherine was disappointed because when I did go see Silence of the Lambs with Ted Levine, she came home and <laughs> caught me dancing with a feather bow with a package tucked between my legs. <laughs> Another day in the life. Wow. <laughs> Another day. Wow. I will never forget that. I was like, where does penis go? Oh, he's got it tucked behind him. It's like, what the hell? That was a bizarre scene. I think she would have ripped her eyes out. I'm just saying. Snap so, snap but... <laughs> I just gouged her eyes out. I'd, that's I'd, really I'd nice. I think I'd run fast. Yeah, so that's where you just open the door and then close it back. Yeah. yeah. That's that's not, not a world I want to go that's into. very true. It's absolutely yeah, true. The big problem with this movie it, you know, Ted Levine is kind of like the big tip-off. When you meet his character, you know what his motivations are right away. And then from there, it's just totally predictable as to what's going to happen. Well, but again, mm -hmm. yeah, it, Cassie's right. If you like dinosaurs, that's entertaining. But the story... Is it's as predictable as it gets. In the first movie, they basically told you what was going to happen <laughs> yeah. with the computer system, like, within the first 20 minutes. So, you know, 
You didn't go into the first movie not knowing exactly what was going to happen. I did like the fact, though, that in this one, I think they did more of kind of nods to the original Jurassic Park series. Hmm. Some of the same scenes Hmm. in this new one is like the same circumstance that it was in Jurassic Park. And I thought that was kind of cool, the kind of throwback to give a nod to Jurassic Park, the first one. So Did he say yeah. life finds a way? What no. astonishes me is how many people remember <clears throat> the movies. I don't remember. I mean, I remember seeing it. I remember the general premise, but I don't remember all these scenes. Like, oh, I, I do. I, I don't. I've watched yeah, it a million stuff. times. It's 25 years old, too. The first Newman, one that made 25 years ago. gets killed. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Changed that much, huh? Uh, what? How many years ago did you say, Tim? Twenty-five. Yeah, be right. Twenty-five. The first one right. came out in uh, ninety-three. That's amazing. Uh, Melissa and I actually just bought the. They came out with like a box set of the first four movies, um, and they're all on Blu-ray for it was like twenty dollars or oh something. Oh my God! They're buying box sets together. So we watched the first two movies, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that I had seen Jurassic Park 2 until, like, halfway into it, and I was like, oh, yeah. But that, like Tim said, that was 20 years ago or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently we went to see Jurassic Park 2 in the theater, because... Yeah, oh, for sure. Hmm. Oh, I, Tevin. Yep. Your story came up you asked for. Okay, perfect. Uh, Hit me with it. It's uh, Fashion Hits and Misses from the BET Awards. Oh, my God. No. I didn't even watch it. I feel ashamed. Well, you, did you hear what Jamie Foxx did? Uh, yeah, I saw the clip of it. Is he, he insane? What did he do? <laughs> he started he screaming at the crowd and said, all you light-skinned people here, get off your ass and applaud he, for this man. He's got some issue because every There's, once in a while he kind of oh, know he's pops nuts. a bolt. And it's like he's got a mental issue or some, you know. Every once in a while he does some strange stuff. Sounds, Sounds like, like he's bipolar. Why? Very yeah, possibly. very yeah. possibly. He's nuts. And plus the fact he's this tall and he thinks he's a tough guy. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, Jamie, you're... Four foot two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down. He's played some great roles, though. No, he's a very good he's, actor. He's, a, he's played some great roles. He's a very good actor, and he's not a bad comedian either when he's not angry. Right, when he gets sing angry. a little bit. Yeah, I can sing. That's true. Yeah. Well, what prompted true. him to do that on stage? I mean, they, the white people apparently weren't applauding enough. Oh. Isn't that what yeah, you got Yeah, pretty, a, pretty a much. applaud meter or something? <laughs> a Did white applaud meter. It's like somebody, yeah, and it's like Jamie should, somebody should have told him, like, they pump in laughter anywhere, or applause <laughs> exactly. anyway, like the TV <laughs> audience, so nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he just, oh, you light-skinned people. It's like, really? We're, that's where we are now. What, yeah, what part of the show are. did it happen in? Late in the show or early in the show? I don't, uh, I don't know what part of the show. I think it was probably right around the middle of the show. Okay. Because... Um, when Miller was in, when Miller came in, he talked about hosting shows and how hard it is. This crowd gets drunker and bored, and yeah. the winners leave and the losers stay. So you got a whole room of losers that you're dealing with that are drunk and angry. And he's like, and he's saying all the shows go downhill because of all the losers in the room. Yeah, and it it makes all the sense in the world when you look at it through that idea. Yeah, it's very very true. The 2018 BET Awards have been handed out, and now it's time to take a look at the fashion. While some stunned with their sartorial selections mm-hmm. at the June 24th Award Show, others missed the mark completely. First up, some old Hollywood glam brought to us courtesy of Amber Rose. What, is she still around? Yeah, I never got wow. her big. Why everybody was so infatuated with her? I mean, she honestly got. She gets passed around like a joint, for God's sake. <laughs> The star rocked this gorgeous emerald velvet frock with a plunging neckline and sleek silhouette and added a pair of delicate gold heels. Who cares? (laughs) You got all the way through it before you stopped, though. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. There was another paragraph to go. Honest to God. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about Amber Rose, but I don't remember her. She has, like, two children in her bra. Hmm. She's, yeah, I mean, honestly, out there. Well, look at yeah, this. She's no, massive. <laughs> look at those things. Yeah, it's oh. like two pregnancies she, under yeah. her. Very good, yeah. very good looking, but she's kind of like the Kim Kardashian ilk where yeah, no, yeah. not a lot of yeah. talent, but yeah. yet super famous. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. The star. Yeah. But honest to God, she's got, like you said, two pregnancies, one on each side of her bra. 
God. In 2016, she released an app that was just 900 emojis that she made. Oh, and she made $4 million from it. Oh, God. Why? Honestly, that's like in the middle of like, that's wow. a popular thing for celebrities to do is release their own set of emojis wow. like, to try and stay relevant or make a little extra money. That's not good news. Not wow. at all. I'd say $4 million is a, a lot of a little extra money. Yeah. 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 yeah that's $4 true. Million? She made $4 million? No, it depends on what she's spending, though. So, no, uh, that's yeah, true. That's that true. is true. There's no question about it. But in any case, so Catherine and I have to get out. Well, Dan's calling me during the show. Dan apparently doesn't know when the podcast is on. <laughs> He's trying to get into the old studio. He is? Yeah, they're going to take that table. Oh, they are going to. Well, did anybody give him a key? He went to Andy's to pick one up. So he's got a key. Apparently. He should. Well, he's there. Then why does he need it? I don't know what he why needs. Why does he need to call me? I don't know. Paul oh, didn't call on your phone on your watch now? Yeah, I don't know. Did go, George Jetson? <laughs> I have a car that flies. It's phenomenal. Is that new? No, it's I've had this for bit? quite some time. Oh. It's an ionic now. I didn't know you had the phone on there. Yeah, they all do. Uh, it's not a phone. It just does your text messages. Oh, okay. You can't talk no. into it. Well, you can't talk into it, but it tells you who's calling on your yeah. phone. Yeah, it does stuff like that. I don't know how it does it. but it So does. I'll call him back in one minute because I have my fancy Fitbit, <laughs> the George Jetson style. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's all I know. So, Tim, any other movies that are coming I should go see? Well, you know, I, I don't know if you saw the first Sicario, but the sequel is coming out this week. Right. And I think we talked about this last week. You're not a huge... Um, Benicio uh, Del Toro. What is that? Benicio, yeah. And then Josh Brolin, too. Yeah, um, I like Brock, and, Josh and I think there's the reason that's a low-profile pro, low movie, because obviously they figured Jurassic World yeah. and Incredibles, too. I mean, they're still going to be doing big, big business. And then uh, the first weekend of July, it'd be July 6th, uh, is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which oh. I'm really looking forward to. I'm, I'm, I, I'm getting tired of the Marvel stuff, but I really loved Ant-Man. Hmm. I thought Ant-Man was great with Ant Paul Rudd. Man, da, 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 da. Because Batman. Paul Rudd's so damn funny, too. Now, yeah, that's Paul a guy, Rudd's really good. You know, like, you know, yeah, Chris Pratt can be funny, but I don't know, Paul Rudd really has a lot more than, than Chris Pratt, I think. I yeah. think he's really, well, yeah. really funny. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes, Tom Bernard Show.